Guys, welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. I am driving right now uh, from Colorado, from our place where we uh, spend the summers in Carbondale, Colorado, uh, up to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and uh, we are going to, my wife and I are going to spend uh, September and most of October in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and with a goal in mind of uh, being able to photograph uh, elk uh, in Teton National Park and Yellowstone National Park. It's something I've always wanted to do and um, decided to, early on this year, decided that that's what we were going to do. And uh, so here we are. We are uh, driving north. Uh, I'm, I'm north of Rifle on my way through Meeker and Craig, Colorado. Um, but I keep getting uh, responses to the podcast episodes that we've been doing on elk and uh, questions and, and what have you. So I thought I'd take the time here to kind of um, just talk a little bit, uh, talk through some of the um, questions that I've got and also some of the phone conversations that I've had with buddies and what have you. Uh, so I've got a good friend that is... Um, his uh, wife uh, has an elk tag uh, in Arizona, and I thought I'd take a little time here for you guys out there that are hunting uh, with your wives, uh, with your girlfriends, and even, uh, say, hunting with new hunters, uh, maybe hunting with kids, um, and just give a little bit of advice from my perspective of mistakes that I've made and mistakes that I've seen made. And uh, so I thought I'd take the time to do that. One of the things I think you have to understand when you're hunting with someone that is new, um, a lot of times, you know, whether they've drawn tags or, or what have you, or if it's over the counter, um, but if it's their first time, a lot of times they are going, whoever you are taking in most cases is going because you like to do that activity. You like to elk hunt. You like to deer hunt. You like to sheep hunt. Uh, you like to fish for that matter. And what you have to keep in mind is that you, in my opinion, you have to make it fun for them. If they don't have fun, they don't want to do it anymore. If they don't want to do it anymore, then they're not going to go with you. So you've got an issue there where you have to make it fun. What got you hooked? What made you like that activity so much? Um, in, in, in the case of you know elk hunting, uh, maybe taking your girlfriend, taking your wife, taking your mom whatever, uh, elk hunting, uh, I would recommend to not focus so much on the size of bull or the outcome of the hunt. I would focus more on uh, the process of the hunt and take each experience and each encounter as if it was your last encounter and and be able to laugh and smile and be able to communicate after the experience happens. Um, I, I think it's a good time in preparation uh, before the hunts 
to have really clear communication and really discuss thoroughly uh, with that person what they should expect, how the hunt's going to unfold, how you see the hunt unfolding, and then maybe as it is unfolding, how it's different than what you thought, and bring them into your thought process or you know your experience of how you interpret how things are going. And I think it's real easy to just go and do whatever you're going to do, you know, chase bugles, sit water, you know, strategize with the person. Tell the person that you're taking why you're doing it, what you're expecting. We're going out on an evening hunt and this is what I expect to happen. If it doesn't happen, you may notice me doing something to make it happen. Or you may see me doing something to elicit something to happen. So I think, I, I think the biggest thing is like get them involved in the hunt. And once they become engaged in the process, they're either going to like it or they're not. You can't make them like it. But I feel like the better communication that you can have, the better experience that both of you are going to have on the hunt. And the more the person's going to learn, the more the person's going to learn, the more chance the person's going to want to go and do it more. Also keep in mind that the person that you're taking, you know, girlfriend, wife, mom, you know, new hunter, whatever, they don't know what you know. So they're behind the eight ball, so to speak, because they don't even know what to expect. I mean, as far as telling them the night before, lay out your clothes, this is what I'm going to wear tomorrow, this is what I expect the weather to be doing, I'm going to be peeling off layers at 9 o'clock, you know, should you wear double socks, should you wear just one pair of socks, which boots are you going to wear, are you going to wear hiking shoes, you're going to wear, you know, running shoes, you're going to wear boots, what are you most comfortable in? Tomorrow I expect us to be doing some um, really steep hills or tomorrow I expect us to be walking on, you know, rolling hills, you better wear your, you know, better wear your running shoes or your tennies. Uh, Stuff like that or, um, you know, tomorrow we're probably not going to come back to camp and, um, you know, you might want to take extra water, you might want to take food. Uh, You know, we're probably not going to get breakfast. You might want to eat before in the morning. So, you know, communication, I think, is key uh, when you're taking someone hunting for the first time. Now, back to enjoying the experiences um, during the hunt. You know, a 5x6 comes, you know, and you get 45 yards from them. Maybe you don't want to shoot them. Maybe it's a, you know, maybe it's a three-point bull, whatever, a spike. Um, you know, and, and, and maybe a spike bugles and, and, you know, you're smiling and kind of giggling because you don't see spikes bugling that much. And the person, they don't know what's going on. So, you know, if you have a chance, whisper to them, you know, usually spikes don't bugle that much. That was pretty neat. Or, you know, anything you may encounter on the hunt, uh, I would just say communicate with the person and enjoy it. Have a good time. Uh, don't focus so much on the stressfulness of that person trying to get a to get an elk or deer or what have you. 
Um, when it comes to say archery elk hunting, some tips that I could give are like communicate with the person as to how you see the morning hunt unfolding and talk about your strategy of sneaking up on bulls or calling bulls or calling elk and when when you expect them to come what you expect the hunter to be doing as far as their posture their stance you know being still you know when to move when not to move um, have a real open line of communication as to when you should you expect them to draw their bow go through all the different scenarios of you know the bull if he comes head on and he's looking at you you know don't don't look at him in the eye you know kind of keep your head down uh, you, you know all those kinds of things I think are huge prior to the hunt starting so that when that happens in the field and maybe you don't have the ability at the time to talk to the person or walk them through the scenario you've already communicated a bunch of different scenarios that you expect to unfold throughout the hunt so that when she sees it unfolding she says oh that's what he was talking about so I need to be still or I need to be in front of a tree instead of behind a tree where I don't have a shot or the bulls coming head-on I need to be very very still or the cows are in front of the bull and the cows are filing by I need to make sure that the cows do not see me let them get by us and then draw on the bull all those scenarios that you as an experienced hunter already know and you do instinctively where I've had issues and where I've seen issues is when those instinctive things that you and I never even think about because we just do them naturally the other person the new person at it they have no idea and you can't hold them to a standard of someone that has you know 5 10 15 20 25 years of experience so hopefully that little bit of information you know communication is key uh, having a good time is key focusing on the experience focusing on the enjoyment of being able to spend time together rather than so much of the end result um, hopefully that will allow you to think about going out ahead of time or communicating ahead of time before these hunts start so that you have a much more enjoyable experience. Guys, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. Uh, I, I want to thank the sponsors, GoHunt.com. They're doing a free trial of the Insider Program. Go to GoHunt.com forward slash Scott. It's a free trial. You can go in and check out the entire Insider Program. You can check out the, the Go Hunt Gear Shop. Uh, you can check out the draw odds, the harvest statistics on all the western states, all the animals. You can look at all the data. It's free. Go check it out. Kuyu Ultralight Hunting. Go to kuyu.com to find out what city the Kuyu Mobile Showroom is in. I want to thank Jason Hairston uh, for making the greatest ultralight hunting gear out there. Uh, Phonescope.com, Cheston Davis, they have created an adapter that fits any optic 
to any phone and you can be immediately taking photos and video. You can use the J. Scott promo code, excuse me, J. Scott 16 promo code. Go to phonescope.com, you're going to get a 10% discount. Also, the Outdoorsman's in Arizona, Cody Nelson and his crew, the Optics Authority. 1-800-291-8065 or outdoorsmans.com. If you use the J. Scott promo code, you're going to get a 10% discount. Guys, if you want to leave me a comment, have a question, or you want to talk to me about anything, please send me an email at jscottoutdoors at gmail.com. I really appreciate all of the feedback I get through the email, through the direct message on Instagram. If you don't follow on Instagram, I suggest you do. Uh, I thank you for that. At J. Scott Outdoors. You can also follow my Facebook page, J. Scott Outdoors on Facebook. And until next time, guys, God bless. Hopefully those tips help you.